Welcome back to another episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. Today we are going to jump in talking about the Holy Spirit and I am so excited. I sense the presence of God even as we dive into what the Lord is saying. So I want to start with the Trinity. We know that God biblically is in heaven. He is seated on his throne and Jesus who has all power, who has the name above all names insert organ here because I'm ready to shout (laughs) he is seated at the right hand of God and then biblically the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of us so we have the Spirit of God living on the inside of us so when it comes to the Trinity God the Son and the Spirit the Holy Spirit when we are born again dwells on the inside of us. I want to jump into John chapter 16 because Jesus begins to tell his disciples about the Holy Spirit. And I think this is a beautiful passage because he knew that he was preparing to leave. He knew that he was born to die on the cross. And so he begins to prepare the disciples for the things that are about to come. And he tells them that he's leaving. And so they are extremely sad. As you can imagine, they have been with Jesus at least three years and they had walked with him and saw amazing things and signs and wonders and miracles and Lazarus being raised from the dead. And they were with him day and night, night and day. And so there's much sorrow when he begins to talk about leaving. And so John chapter 16 says, these things I have spoken to you that you should not be made to stumble. They will put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time is coming that whoever kills you will think he offers God service. And these things they will do to you because they have not known the father nor me. But these things I have told you that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I did not say to you at the beginning because I was with you. So he's given them a speech to say some things they did not have to suffer or go through because Jesus was there, but he's letting them know, get ready because some things are about to take place. And verse five says, but now I go away to him who sent me and none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. I love this right here. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And so we see Jesus talking about the helper, which is the Holy Spirit. And I know for myself that I need help at times. And I love that the Holy Spirit, he is a helper. He helps us in our times of weaknesses. He helps us in our times of feeling discouraged. He is our helper. And I want to say out of all the things that the Holy Spirit is that he, and let me pause and say the Holy Spirit is a he and we're going to get into that into that as well the person of the holy spirit and i know sometimes you may hear the holy spirit being referred to as an it but he's a he and so we have to talk about 
the person of the Holy Spirit. And so he's here to comfort us. And I think this is such a powerful statement because how can anything be better than Jesus being present with the disciples? And he's telling them in the midst of their sorrow, and we see some background, he's telling them about the persecution that is to come. And he's telling them in the midst of your sorrow, it's better for you that the Holy Spirit comes. It's better for you that I go and the Holy Spirit comes to dwell on the inside of you. And verse seven says that he is our helper. And verse eight says, and when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. So he begins to tell the disciples the the function of the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit will do when he comes. And if we jump to verse 13, because this is so rich and it's so much to cover, and I would love to touch all of it. Verse 13 says, however, when he, the spirit of truth, good God, I have to stop right there. The spirit of truth. We did a podcast talking about the days of Noah, and I want to encourage you because the spirit of truth is what we need. Everyone is looking for truth, but we have to be discerning. And the Holy Spirit, he is referred to as the spirit of truth. And we're living in a day and age that if we do not have the truth, we will be blinded and we will be deceived. And we're going to do another podcast on discernment and why discernment is so important. So verse 13 says, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Let me say this is so powerful because the Holy Spirit, he has authority, but he doesn't speak on his own authority. The Bible tells us that he speaks whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell us the things that are to come. And so whenever God shows you something or reveals something to you that is by his spirit he will show us things that are to come and he will glorify me verse 14 says for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you so if you ever want to know is this the holy spirit leading me or tugging me or pulling me into a direction know that everything that the Holy Spirit will lead you into will glorify God. So if it's something that does not glorify God, that is not the Holy Spirit leading you because he's only going to lead you into things that will glorify God. Amen. All right. And then we're going to jump into John 14 verse 13. It says, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do that the father may be glorified in the son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. Verse 16, and I will pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth. We see this again in John 14, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. 
And verse 18 says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. And so Jesus is assuring them that I'm going, but the spirit of God, he's going to live on the inside of you and he's going to be with you forever. And so if you are born again, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior into your heart, the spirit of God dwells on the inside of you. And I know personally that the Holy Spirit, he's not talked about a lot um, because some things are hard to understand, but we have to look at the word. We have to look at who God says that he is. And we have to look at the power that we have because the Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of us. And what I love about the person of the Holy Spirit is that even in the beginning in Genesis, it says that the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So we see the Holy Spirit in the beginning, in the creation. And then if we jump into the middle of the Bible in Isaiah, Jesus begins to declare it's a prophecy says the spirit of the Lord is upon me. We see the Holy Spirit because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. And if we jump right into Revelation, John says when he writes Revelations, he says, I was carried away in the spirit. And so no matter what part of the Bible, we see the spirit of God, we see the Holy Spirit. So it's important that we have understanding of who the person of the Holy Spirit is. I want to pause and say that I grew up not knowing fully about the power of the Holy Spirit. I grew up in a very much Bible-based church and I was taught the word. I was taught the blood of Jesus and that changed my life. I gave my heart to the Lord as a young girl and I'll share that story at another time. Of course, you grow up and you have to recommit your life to God and you find some bumps and some different paths along the way. But when I got older and started going to a ministry in college where they taught more about the person of the Holy Spirit, I was so intrigued about the power that we have and the power that God has given us by his spirit. And I want to touch on that in Romans 8 verse 26, because I know a lot of us, we have questions about the Holy Spirit, maybe speaking in tongues, maybe the gifts of the spirit. And so Romans 8 verse 26 It says, likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. And so this passage is talking about, even when we don't know how to pray, when we pray in the spirit, the spirit of God will make intercession for us. So when we pray, we have to know that we have the power of God on the inside of us. Acts chapter one, verse eight, it says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Then we can say like in Zechariah four, verse six, not by might, not by power, but by your spirit, says the Lord. And so when we put our hope in God, when we know that we have the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of us, we are witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have all power and the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us into all truth. He will convict us when we sin. He will convict the world of sin. And let me tell you, that is a beautiful thing. When you have the conviction 
of the Holy Spirit because love has correction in it. And when we love God, we want the conviction of the Holy Spirit. I pray for the conviction of the Holy Spirit. I pray that the Lord will lead me and guide me into all truth. And that if there's anything in my heart and my life that's not right, that's not right with the Lord, I want the Holy Spirit to convict me to bring those things to my remembrance. And so I want to encourage you today that you would continue to press in to the things of God. You will press in to the power of the Holy Spirit that even as you pray, you will pray and say, God, reveal yourself to me in such a rich way, in such a mighty way that I will just have the power of the Holy Spirit resting upon my life and that I will no longer stay in a stuck or a dead place, but that I will continue to walk and to be led by your spirit. I want to pray for you as we begin to bring this podcast to an end. Hallelujah. God, I thank you for the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you that you live by your spirit. You live on the inside of us. And I thank you, God, that Lord, we can put our hope and our trust in you and know without a shadow of a doubt that as we seek your face, as we seek your heart, you will lead us by your spirit. And you said, as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. And Lord, we pray for leading of your Holy Spirit, that we will not walk blindly. We will not walk aimlessly and that we will not walk with our head hung low, but we will know who we are in God. We will have confidence knowing that your power is on the inside of us, that we will not be defeated. We will not be stuck, but we will press into all that you have for us. And God, I thank you. I thank you that you will never leave us. You will never forsake us. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are our comforter. You are our helper. You are our strength and you make intercession for us. And so God, I thank you today day for your power. I pray that you would touch and empower each and every person that is listening to this podcast, that you will stir up their hearts to desire more and more of you. God, that we will see an outpouring of your Holy Spirit and that Lord, you would just cause us to go into places and to know who we are and to know the power that you have given us, that we will be witnesses in all of the earth. We will be witnesses to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we thank you for your love for us. We thank you that you did not desire to leave us as orphans, but you desire to be with us and to live on the inside of us. And so Lord, we glorify you. We magnify your name. We thank you for power. We thank you that we are not without might. We are not without power, but it's by your spirit, says the Lord, that you can cause us to do great and mighty things for your kingdom, for your name, and for your glory. And so we honor you. We love you. We adore you. We magnify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray that you are encouraged. I want to encourage you if the person of the Holy Spirit is new to you, that you would study the book of Acts and that you would just stay tuned to this podcast. And I'm sure that we will talk about the person of the Holy Spirit more and how to pray, to pray, to pray, to pray in the spirit. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Be sure to follow us on Instagram at prayer is breathing. Also jump over to our Facebook page at prayer is breathing as well. If you have any prayer requests, you can send them to prayer is breathing at gmail.com. Have a wonderful blessed week.